This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome, movie lovers. Today we're talking Pacific Rim with Nick Tarabay here for a very special interview about Pacific Rim. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now. Here's Popcorn Talk's Anatomy of a Movie. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We will, of course, do our regular Anatomy of a Movie for Pacific Rim Uprising, but we had a chance to interview one of the actors from the movie, and so we decided to take that opportunity and do this little bonus interview here, this bonus show for you guys. Before we get into it, allow me to introduce my co-host, Marissa Serafini. Hello, everyone. Dimitri Panos. Hey, movie fans. And I am Phil Svitek, and the man of the hour is Nick Terabay. Welcome, Nick, to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. It's great having you. It's like a bonus feature. (laughs) It It is. is. It is. Absolutely. (laughs) And so we're we're obviously going to talk about the movie. We're going to talk about some other projects of yours, um, especially when when it comes to Stephen Denight. You guys have worked before, so we'll talk about that. But for for people who have yet to see Pacific Rip, Pacific Rim Uprising. What can you tell them about the movie? Why should they go? And kind of describe your character to them as well while you're at it. Well, the first thing I would say for the people that have not seen Pacific Rim, why haven't you? (laughs) What are you waiting for? It's an amazing movie. I have no idea why you're still at home. Go see it. First of all. Uh, The second thing is, you know what I love about this movie? It's got everything. You know, if you love action, you like a little drama, you like to laugh, it's all there. And then some, and then you got those big monsters, you got those big Jaegers. Who doesn't want to see this, you know? These are the things that we did when we were kids. You know, we made believe and we did, you know, got together and played, and now it came to life. So it's, it's just beautiful. It's, it's, and a lot of twists, a lot of surprises in the movie. So I think fans would love it. Perfect. And uh, your character specifically? Sonny? Yes, Sonny. Yeah, Sonny, 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 Sonny. Sonny side up. He's, he's, he's an interesting fellow. He's an edgy dude. He, 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 there is something that, he, you know, he, he comes from a dark side of that world. And he comes into this play and he has an interaction with Boyega, uh, Jake. And, and, you know, he just he wants what he wants. And, and um, he's not going to quit till he gets it. Okay. A little hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, we'll definitely do the full dissection a little bit later. So if you want to check back for that, absolutely. Um, Marissa, why don't you kick us off? Well, you, you know, we're big fans of movies, and you're, you and your character, and working with uh, Denight, and you've had a lot of collaborations with him. How did you get involved into this particular movie? Was it him that brought you on board, or did you like have an audition process to get into this one? The bottom line is, is I got involved because I am so damn good. <laughs> That's why I got involved. I believe it. Um, no, but it's I auditioned for it. Um, I think I think Stephen had you know had this you know Stephen's very you know he knows what he wants he's he's very clear on what he wants and that's what makes him very successful um, and I think what happened was he you know he had this idea you know this character in mind and I, all of a sudden I got this audition and he was you know so I'm like ah let let me play and see what happens and you know I sent it and uh, that was it 
That was, it was, it was yeah, it was great. And I mean, obviously, I've I've, I've known Stephen three years on Spartacus, uh, and then afterwards we stayed in contact. And I'm, I'm so happy for him for all this, you know, success that he well deserved. You know, from Spartacus going to Daredevil now to Pacific Rim and much more to come. You know, so so it's 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 a fun thing to do when you go back and you work with people that you like to work with, and it just makes your job that much better. You know. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's a good guy. Yeah. Me too. I'm going to take it to a little bit more personal. I always like to talk about you. Okay. And uh, in my research, I found out that as a young kid, you were inspired to be, you wanted to be an actor. And uh, the inspiration came from your dad. Hmm. But not in the way that, that yeah. most people are inspired by somebody who, who like, say, hey, I want you to do this. Uh, you know, they do that job. Uh, it was, he, was not a, uh, he was not a laughing man, no. from what I understand. And uh, you took it. It was your life's mission. I'm going to make this man laugh and smile. Well, talk, talk to us about yeah, that. It, was, it was pretty much, you're absolutely spot on. You know, it's, it's, um, it wasn't like my dad was an actor or some sort of an artist. And he was right. like, hey, I'm promoting him. No, no, quite the opposite, actually. He he was he's very old school. He's very you know. I always my dad's kind of like a general. He's very you know like right. he comes from that school you know. And he and it's very hard to get away with stuff with him. <laughs> okay. You know, and, and I and I hated school. And you know where I come from, like you know education first, education first. And I hated it. And I loved football, soccer. Soccer. And so and I was always trying to find a way to get away with stuff and see if I and I would I would lie to my dad. And getting away with stuff was my first acting lesson. <laughs> that was my very first acting lesson. Be- and, and because it was so scary and so intimidating. And he's, right. he is, you know. So I was like, all right, let me see. And I would go in. I'd have to get myself together. And I'd have to get my nerves together as, as, as a boy. And, and, and do that in front of him and, and have him believe it. Right. And, and, and I, would, I remember when I was a kid, I would uh, imitate all my family members. You know, and when, whenever we have gatherings and stuff right. like that, which they would have that every weekend. So I would go and imitate every one of them, and I would make them laugh. And the more I would make them laugh, it's like I get more credit, you know. So I can maybe he won't be as mad at me if he, if he did catch me in something. <laughs> so I would say my first acting lesson was getting Imitate. away with murder. <laughs> what was your lesson. okay? Then what was your what was your greatest lie that you pulled off, and what is your greatest imitation with of him? A family member, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Can't I, I? I don't know. Maybe I blame my brother for something that I did. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. The best one is, um, you know, at the time, which, maybe that's horrible to say. Like he would get mad, and sometimes he'd give us a smack or something like that. And I would hide behind my older brother, and my brother would get smack, and I would make the sound. I'm like, ah! <laughs> so when it, when it comes to me, it was like I already got a. He thinks that I got a beating, but I didn't. I'm like, yeah, right. So. I guess that's one of them. I'm, on, I'm sure there's a lot of them. I can't recall them on top of oh, my head. So. I'll have to remember that. Yeah, yeah. That was that was that was my. I, I would always feel bad for my for my big brother, and, and he because he would take it with pride. He was like, "I'm not backing up." I'm like, "I am shit. I'm right behind <laughs> you. I'm, you take it." So yeah, yeah. That was that was one of the the main ones. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. A voice acting. <laughs> a lot of voice acting. That's good. Voice though. act. No, but I had the, the emotions skill. were there too. Yeah, I was I was really involved. I embodied that character. Yes. <laughs> the painful hurt, <laughs> painful hurt. <laughs> no, I did that. I did suffer that, yeah. for your art. Yeah. yeah, I did. I did. I did. That's and that's why I'm here. You know. So, there you go. Yeah. Um, one of the things I, w- I was very curious about, you know, this is Stephen's first movie, and then also you've done a lot of television. So, 
can you, whether from a personal standpoint or seeing Stephen, kind of what is what is the differences from doing TV when you're doing it kind of on a regular basis over and over versus now this is kind of one story, uh, you know, in a, in a very condensed time, two hours, let's say. Um, the, the main difference, I would say, to be honest with you, it's not a lot. The main difference is you know where it begins and you know where it ends. Mm-hmm. In television, you, we don't have that luxury most of the time. So we, we get the script like we'll get maybe the first one or two episodes. And if it's more than that, we really don't know. We have an idea of where it's going to go, but we really don't know where it's going to go. And it changes, even if you do know. Like my character in Spartacus was not supposed to be the way it turns out to be. It changed twice. So, you know what I mean? So that's the difference between, I think that's the main difference. Like, I would go in a movie, and I'm like, all right, here's the beginning, here's the end. Now, they come up with another part, you still kind of figure the beginning and the end. And in TV, you don't. How do you, uh, how do you uh, adjust for that, I guess? You know, on a TV show, if, if you don't quite know, how do you, you just kind of pick something, you're like, all right, I'm going to stick to this, and if it changes, it changes? Yeah, I mean, you do, and then also, in a way, it's, it's a collaboration with, with the writers as well, and, and the director, and all that. It's, it's an absolute teamwork. That's one thing I love about this uh, business. It's a teamwork. You know, it's just, it cannot be about one person. And our job as actors is nothing but storytellers. That's what we do. So it cannot be about ourselves. So it's about I'm telling a story. That's all it is. So collaboration with the with the writers is a big, big plus. And respecting the writers is a big plus. I come from that school. Not trying to do things on your own most of the time, you know. Now you want to be free to create and, and, and push limits. That's great. You ca- I cannot afford to think too much ahead. You know what I'm saying? So I get the script and I deal with this script. And this is all that's my world right now, is dealing with this script. And then if another script comes over, just doing your homework, looking back on the old stuff, why did he do this? Why, wh- I did this in that episode, so mm, there's that connection here. So you have to do your, your homework as a researcher and find out the world that you're in. Mm-hmm. You know? But other than that, if you're trying to jump ahead of it, I think it will confuse you. Uh, but that's also in life. If you try to jump ahead of life, that will confuse you. Yes. So it's kind of, you know, it's, I just go in and this is what I have right now. And I just try to dig hard and find out what that is. And sometimes the writer was like, nah, that's not what we were thinking. Like, okay, <laughs> let's try something else. I'm like, all right, no worries. You know, so that's, that's pretty much it, man. Yeah. You may have just solved one of my problems in life. I just shouldn't think ahead. <laughs> it's, uh, man, I'm t- it's, it's uh, the easiest thing to, to say and the hardest thing to do. It's not try to think ahead, try not to get ahead of it, just be in it, kind of. So, yeah, it's, which is very tough. But if you, it, I get this privilege to do that in in my work and my work because i don't know there it is so i make the best of it awesome. and you know what's nice about working with steven and and um, and other great writers that i've worked with that they'll see the actor and they'll see what the actor does and they'll start writing for the actor and they start okay he's doing this really well we really like this so let's write more to that side and and you know that's that's when you have really brilliant writers and brilliant um, uh, artists where they, they see things like, oh, let's, and they put their egos aside and they're like, oh, let's work together, let's, let's make this happen. And Stephen is one of those guys, you know, so that's why the character kind of switched a couple of times, you know. So, yeah, yeah. 
Right. I mean, I love that. And I did love, first of all, your character in Spartacus because he, he was so conniving and manipulative, but so consistent through all three seasons. Yeah, 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 and, like, yeah, yeah. You, you were great in that show. Thanks, thanks, thanks. And you were talking about the collaboration mm. effort with Denight and, and the writers, and you said you had a little bit about your character. Well, what things did your character change originally from... I think origin- and then adding the collaboration to it. I, I think, to be honest with you, originally he was going to be like I think one of the earlier drafts that he was going to become best friends with Spartacus. Ah. And and okay. I've seen actually some scripts where he actually helps him out. You know what I mean? So it was it was in, and then it switched. It switched. And then I think by the, at the end of uh, there was another draft where I joined the rebels and I become part with them and I go with them into this army. That switched. <clears throat> And then they were gonna kill him, and then that switch. And I think what what it is, they they really liked that character. They liked him being different. And if you notice, one thing I personally also loved about about Asher that he was different than everybody else on the show. He was, you know, he he's he had, he's, he's very calculated. He's very smart. He figured a great way of of staying alive back in those days. He got hurt. He was like, all right, none of these fools are smart. I'm gonna use this guy because none of them are. Blah, blah, blah. That's why he's like, let me let me use this guy, and I, and that's that was really interesting. And it was I always used to say he was deliciously devilish. <laughs> he's, he's like a perfect uh, you know chef. He would he would make the right f- food and he would make sure that your food is not better than his. I, I you know so I I, I love that and and Stephen uh, uh, saw that and he embellished that more and pushed that more like by by vengeance. It was kind of like a green light, like play. Let's see what we want. And he would do things that I would, you know, wouldn't that be great if he would do this? And all of a sudden, Steve was like, "Hey, guess what we're doing?" Boom, and that's it. Kind of very similar to what I had in mind. So, that's so fun. that's that's when you know you're, you're working with with people that actually pay attention. Yeah, that's fun. In addition to that, what things did you did you change anything for your character in Pacific Rim? Um, not, not so much, to be honest with you. Just adding um, adding my own colors to it, and you know, because I think, uh, I mean, that's what every artist does. You know, you come in and you put your your own colors into any any roles that you play, and and that's what it is. And again, uh, having this previous relationship with with Steven, so he knows what I can do, and and given given the actor the freedom to do, you know, to play a little bit, and look, like, right, let's try this. Like we've tried a couple of takes where it was like, oh, okay, that was great. Now, like, I've had him a little more wilder in the beginning, just a little bit. And he's like, oh, let's try this guy. So we tried that, and, and that worked. It was just, you know. And, and Sonny, not so much. Maybe in the third installment. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe. Well, I wanted to ask, too, something about acting for you. Um, because, you again, something that you say that's helped you out a lot is something called an animal exercise. Hmm. You say it's a great tool. Um, well, hey, what is that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and how do you use it? Like, how do you use it? Whether it's in the Expanse, whether it's in Pacific Rim Uprising, uh, it's 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 um, <clears throat> it's it's a beautiful and and a brilliant exercise. I have a theater background. This is how I started okay. my 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 career. I did theater, theater, theater. So we've learned all of these <clears throat> things. And I remember our, our coach will, will, for a whole month, will put us, will be working with the animals, like being the animals and actually being on four, on four walking around and trying to open doors with all the pod, depending on the animal that you've, that you've chosen. And what it is, which is brilliant, is if there is a character that you are uncomfortable with or unfamiliar with, and I'm giving you the abbreviated, obviously, version. Sure. 
uh, if you're uncomfortable with a character, let's say if I'm playing um, a character who's uh, like one of one of the characters I was playing, which was a homosexual guy, right? And on a play, and I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a straight dude, so I don't know anything about this. So I'm like, how, how do I do it without doing caricature, without being cliche? And and so what it is, we start doing research. We start looking at character. What, what do you think? We start doing research. So I found a Siamese cat. And I kept on researching the Siamese. I mean, that took a while to find what the Siamese cat is. Right. And I started working with a Siamese cat, trying to find out what the Siamese, how the Siamese cat walks, how the, the sounds, the tone, uh, uh, how it eats, how all the stuff. And I started working with that, working with that, working with that. And after a month, you start morphing back into the human and trying to hold on as much as you can to whatever animal traits. And by that point, your muscles, you have this muscle memory, so your hands are not, you know, kind of holding on to some of that animal. All of a sudden, here I am playing a cat. It comes across that I was this homosexual dude or some gay guy that's doing something, for example. And that I remember in that particular play, and it was a great tool. It was a great way in. So I was like, wow, there it is. Something I didn't know anything like about. Like, I, I don't want to go look, oh, okay, so you walk like this or you do that. That's so cliche. I wanted to get to the root of it. So anything that you are, whether unfamiliar with or uncomfortable with, you try to find something because ultimately, as an actor, you want to go there safely. And I'm underwriting safely. You want to right. access that emotion inside of you safely. And sometimes we need tools to either trick us or help us guide us to that place. So that's that's where an animal exercise comes about. So it's like finding your spirit guide for every character. And yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, that's absolutely... I did one where I had to do a Komodo dragon because it was a <clears throat> cold killer. So it was a Komodo dragon. So that was really interesting. So I was like, all right, what's a cold killer? I had it and did the research on that. So it was the paws and, 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 and because they smelled with their tongue. So it was interesting. You know, you will do these little things, which I've seen masters do, like Anthony Hopkins, for example. You're like, what is he doing? What is that? He knows, but it doesn't come across. It's not like you see it. You're like, oh, he's doing a snake. Or you just see an interesting, like, color. So that's what it is. Nice. Anyway. Do you have pets? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I used to. I used to have a dog. I used to have a cat. But now it's. Uh, I live by it's myself. A busy life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I travel, I always feel bad. I'm like, well, you know, I want somebody to watch and give. Nah, I feel bad. You're busy. So, yeah, especially if I travel a lot, and I do travel a lot. So, I'm like, I always feel bad to have you know someone take care of the, the dog or the cat or have send them somewhere. I, I, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah. I, uh, I want to with a movie like this. It's, it's such a. Um, high production, right? Both in terms of the crew members and just set pieces and so forth. And one of the things that when I look at our show, it would be great to have the DVD already out, you know, so we could see the behind the scenes. Yeah. So in lieu of that, can you sort of describe just a little bit of what the set was like? And, you know, I've heard multiple cast members uh, talk about just the amount of people that were involved left and right. I think at one point over 500 crew members. And it all depends on the scenes, obviously, that they're working with. I'm, and what's nice about this, the first day that we were shooting, which is, you don't quite see it very much, but we spent a week, we shot in Brisbane, that was in Australia. Uh, the first week we shot in this factory. So they found this abandoned factory, it's about to be torn apart. And they found it, and they lit it brilliantly. It felt like you're in a set of Terminator. No, no, actually, it felt like you were in the Terminator, uh-huh. you know, in the, in the world. I was like, and the drones were up there, and it was massive. So that was, I was like, what the hell is that? It was huge. It took us a week to film the going into the, into, you know, the beginning of the movie when we were walking and stuff like that. 
the way they cut it, you don't quite see it, but we filmed a lot of stuff in there, running and dodging cars and supposedly Jaegers and, and helicopters and whatnot. And they filmed us, I think that was the first experience for me, they filmed us with a drone. So there was one time when we were running, and there's uh -huh. a drone on top of us. <laughs> that felt very real. I'm like, I, I am being chased by a machine. That's scary. So all your work was on location. It really was. Or did they do anything? No, not all of it. Not all of it. That's okay. the beginning. Of it. After that, when we were obviously inside, uh, that was that was on set. Okay. That surprisingly, believe it or not, even though it's a huge movie, I think I don't know, like a two hundred million dollar budget or something like that. It felt very small because you know the number one cast I would say in this movie is the the monsters. That's that's mainly what it is. And then we come second. So it's like, you know, all the time we just make believe it's all CGI. So we're like walking like, oh. But the sets kind of felt um, a bit, it was a very intimate set, which mm -hmm. was really nice. I thought it would be bigger. Like when I was on Spartacus, I thought it was a big set. Uh, but in this one was relatively, it felt more intimate because we were dealing with a lot of the CGI. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How how much would you say was practical compared to CGI, and how did that help you get into character and visualizing it? Well, for 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 me, not so much, obviously, because of the role. I mean, I was dealing mostly with Boyega, and 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 then my my two my two uh, guards, which one of them, by the way, was on Spartacus, Shane Rangi, <laughs> the the bald big guy, was with me on Spartacus, and me and him, we were really good friends. So we were having a blast behind the scene. We were always cracking up, <laughs> uh, but it didn't take so much because most of my my work was. Like almost in relationship with with John John Boyega, so it was, it was directly to him. And you know, when we look, I'm looking for something, and it's not there. So I didn't have to think a lot about the you know imagination, right. except when we were breaking in, and that was it. So that wasn't that hard. Okay. How long were you on set? Because were you there the entire process? I was about a month. Yeah, I was about a month. Yeah, it takes it takes longer to film in television than it, I mean in film than it is in television. So that. yeah, so like a page will take you like a whole day, or half a page right. will take you the whole day. Versus in, in television, most of the time you're filming four, five, six scenes a day. Yeah, you know, so it's, that's that's the difference. That's a little bit slower. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of waiting around, <laughs> craft services. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of downtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I mean, that's overall our business. You know, there's that saying in Hollywood. Says, hurry up and wait. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. We gotta, go, we gotta get you there. We're gonna get you there. We're gonna do the makeup, do the hair, do the wardrobe. And you wait. <laughs> there was one time in Spartacus, I waited 14 hours, <laughs> and then they told me, I don't think we're gonna use you today. I'm like, yeah, I kind of figured that. <laughs> oh, wow. so I was like, all right, no worries. <laughs> it happens, you know, it's, it, it comes with the job. So. That's neat. Yeah. So you were, uh, well, a couple of things. I wanted to talk about, uh, you also have a passion for photography. Not so much, to be not honest so with you. I mean, no, no, not no. so much. I used to, it was, it was way, way better than it is right now. I used to always, uh, like now it's, you know, the iPhone kind of just like killed everything else. Um, it's just, you see something now, you take it and you do, you go and you do Photoshop and stuff like that. In, in the past, I used to have a, a, a full-on camera and I would like try to, when I was in New Zealand, I would go there in Australia, I would go and try to find the right picture and right... Not so much these days. I, I I hate to say, and I like one of my buddies is getting really into it, and he's going re and he's getting really good at it, uh, and and I will see his work, and I'm like, wow, that's good. Now I still I, I like I s still see things like, uh, I w like I would see something and I would envision something else. Like I'm always seeing something else. Like I always right. see this room and I would imagine, oh, something breaking out of this. So, oh, okay, let me fade that and. 
So I'm always, I don't know, it's a different kind of photographer. I'm, I'm, you know what it, I mean? I don't know if that makes well, any sense. Well, it's funny that you say that because a follow-up was going to be uh, camera, digital, film, iPhone. Yeah. Because, you know, the iPhone has, or the smartphone has really taken over with yeah. what you can do photography-wise. Yeah. But has that also inspired you to, to perhaps someday, because even just talking to you right now, when you say you're looking at something to direct. Oh, so, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I would love to do that. I mean... I, I when I'm not when I'm not working, I also teach classes, teach acting, okay. uh, but it's a, it's a specific kind of uh, teaching, um, and I always I always loved it. And, and and there's actually a show that I've written that me and my buddy right now we're trying to shoot a teaser and get it out there. I was I, I my imagination is very vivid, very vivid, and and it's highly active. Uh, so, so that's I don't know. Photography is uh, like I still appreciate it and respect it and love it, but I'm starting to like more of the motion of things. Right, starting somewhere. But I'll tell you one thing that I've always thought would be interesting. I would love to see a whole movie shot in pictures. You go to the theater and watch a movie in pictures. So still pictures, and then you can follow the story. That's something I always thought would be really interesting. Obviously, it's a lot of work taking pictures after picture after picture after picture and somehow connecting them and having the audience actually see the story. Right. I mean, Steven Soderbergh just directed, uh, he has Unseen, which he just did on his iPhone. Uh He filmed the entire movie on his iPhone. So seeing a movie and stop in that kind of framing, picture work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should be the movie you direct. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's not, but his is motion, like it's in motion. It's, right? it's yeah. a movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we know. Yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. of still pictures. Still pictures. Yeah, so like I'm, imagine I take like a million pictures and I right. put them in an order that you go see them and connect them somehow. An arc, right. Somehow. It's, I don't know. It's just it's something to, to, to look at. But uh, uh, anything, I like to do things that are have not been done and things that people don't want to do or... Right. Or things are different. I, I hate if somebody tells me, oh, you got to do it this way. Right. Anything that, oh, it has to be done that way because that's the way it's always been. I always challenge that. I'm like, why? It's why good, Why are we doing this? Sounds like why are we doing it that way? Sounds like your relationship with your dad. Huh? It sounds like your relationship with your dad. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, right? <laughs> yeah, no, no, it could be. It could be. But I, I, it's, it's always been, that's why I love acting so much. Right. Trying to do things in, in a different way. I'm like, this is how I see it. Right. And with respect to everybody who, who did it before and made it successful, but why not now shooting something with an iPhone? Right. Why not? Why not do that? Try, you know, try something different. I mean, that, otherwise, why be an artist? Because, you know, to be an artist, you, you're there to expand, to, to, to push the limit, to challenge yourself. So if you want to just follow the rules, good for you. I'm not that guy. So right. uh, I always try to find something that's different. Yeah. And do you, do you when you're on set, whether it's on The Expanse or Pacific Rim mm-hmm. Uprising... Do you focus in on the director? Like, on your off time, like, when you're not filming, do you see what they do and the cinematographer does? And Because like, perhaps, like, television has always been a great way for people. Like, I know people who've made that leap into directing TV. Right. And they'll direct an episode. Right. You know, and then, and then they'll do a movie. So... I, no, absolutely, 100%. <clears throat> I mean, I've been in a lot of sets, uh, and, you know, I, I have a lot of respect for everybody and everybody, that whatever their job that they're doing. And the camera people is one of that that department that is really interesting, because you know you're it's the whole relationship with the camera, right. you know, which is really you no. Know, I, I mean, I come from theater where you have to project it, you have to send it to people for them to get it. Where the camera, you have to feel it, you have to be in it, and it comes and picks it up. Yeah. So you have to befriend the camera. 
You know, and I don't think of the camera almost as a machine. Almost, I try to think of it as another person. I try to be friends with the camera, but it just doesn't want to. <laughs> Keep trying harder, man. Try, you you got to talk to it. You got to talk to oh, it. I talk to it. Yeah, yeah. It just it talks back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's it's it's, it's an. Inc- I, I try to see that as well as every other department and see mm-hmm. what's that like. I love, for example, the stunty department. Those guys are are just brilliant people, and they put their lives in dangerous to make us look good. So I, I have a lot of respect. There's always the funniest department. Yeah. Very down yeah, to earth. Because it takes a, a certain... Uh, you have to be humble. You have to have a healthy ego for you to put yourself in danger to make someone else look good. Where us actors are like, uh-uh, mm-mm, mm-mm, it's all about us. <laughs> Not doing that. You know, so, so yeah, it's, uh, I, would, I would think it should be your business to get to know the world that you're involved in. Right. Do you do your own stunts? Because Spartacus had a lot of stunts, and then this absolutely. Movie was uh, now stunts. I'll tell you what. Now there are certain like in the beginning, I would do everything. Like I just put me through. Oh, going through glass, I want to do it. Jumping yeah. off a car, I want to do it. Put me in, coach. Yeah, exactly. I'm always on. I'm very physical, and I still am. But now there's certain time like, no, it's okay. You can do it. <laughs> I'm getting older too. I'm like, and he looks really good doing it. Makes me look better. I'm like, you know what, dude? Go ahead. But for most of most of the, I'm, I am doing most, I would say, 80% of it I'm doing okay. now. And then if there's something like, I remember on Arrow one time, there was this, a fight where he's supposed to grab and kind of twist in the air and go through. And we already done the fight. You know, so now we're down to that part. So they were like, yeah, so do you want the sun guy? I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to roll in the mud. <laughs> yeah. You are welcome. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That's it. And that's neat. Um, I want to transition into the expanse, um, you know, since that's one of the more recent projects you are working on. Um, and Dimitri, our resident expanse expert. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Which I want you to should all be, but anyway, go on. <laughs> well, uh, I'll give a plug He's for right. our other right, network. Right. There you go. See? Our other network, AfterBuzz TV, it covers <clears throat> the expanse and has since season one. So mm. uh, for those of you who are fans of that show, definitely check that out. Oh, yeah. But um, Dimitri, I want to throw it over to you. Well, again, we were talking just before we came in here. Number one, I, I do as a, as a fan of of the genre. I do think the the Expanse, and I've tweeted this out many a times. Uh, I think it's the best science fiction that's on TV right now. I think it's a fantastic. I agree with you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, so, talk about that character. How you got that role? Yeah, and and because that character comes on and instantly. You don't know exactly which side he's on yeah. at the beginning, but you go, that's an interesting character. Yeah. I like this person. So yeah. talk about your character. Thanks for saying that. Expanse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, <clears throat> it's The Expanse, I uh, I just got this audition. Just, it was a very typical way. I got the audition. I auditioned for audition was long. It was like 12 pages of blah, 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 blah. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And some of the stuff I had no idea because I hadn't seen the show yet. So some of the stuff I had no idea what I was saying. I'm like, what is that? So I had to look it up and ask some people and whatnot. But then I did the audition and, you know, we send it out. And How much time did you have to prepare for those 12 pages? Oh, my God. This one it took a little bit longer. This one took almost, I think I had like four days to prep for it. But it was like every day that four days I'm like, blah, 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 blah reading and then I'm taking care of it. Uh, but it's also because some of the stuff I didn't know what I was saying. Like, what am I referring to? What is that? Belters. And, yeah, I'm like, what is what? what, what? <laughs> uh, but then we, I did the audition, and I just send in. 
didn't hear anything. I was like, okay, guess that that just that you know that didn't work. Can I can I interrupt you for a second? So you said you did so you did the audition and you send it in. Yeah. So everything now is I guess done video. Like they don't have you come in. Yeah, because like only it, when they want you to come in. But yes and no. Yeah. That. Some sometimes you go in, or sometimes you have to self tape. I think yeah. that because uh, the the writers and directors and everybody's in Toronto. Sure. So it was it was kind of a self tape thing. I I I believe you know. So I I send it in and. Um, I didn't hear anything. It was just like, look, all right. And then I was, I think I was on my way to another audition a month later. On my way to another, another audition, my agent comes like, eh, don't go to that audition. I'm like, why? He was like, oh, you booked The Expanse. I had forgotten what The Expanse is. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> I thought it was a straight offer. He was like, no, no, you auditioned for this. I'm like, I did? I had to look it up. I was like, oh, wow, really? He's like, yeah, it shoots in Toronto, blah, blah, blah. So you're leaving within a couple of days. I'm like, oh. Okay, um, so that's how it came about. But, really? Uh, so yeah, did, yeah. I mean, did they screen test you too to see how your chemistry would be? Because no. that's the thing on that show is that I find that the chemistry amongst the actors mm. playing the characters mm. really is. I mean, it's fantastic, and you, your character in particular, you're you're partnered with one of the strongest women. That's in television, yeah. uh, let alone like on that show. And yeah. she's a she takes no shit from any, and she will tell that person, yeah, 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 yeah. which I love about her, yeah, yeah, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have to find somebody like you yeah. to square off and stand up to that character and be as honest as she is. With your character, right? Absolutely. So there's got to be a chemistry. No, no, one hundred percent. And I, when what the writer told me afterwards, obviously because they saw my tape, they really liked it. But I guess they wanted to hire someone from Toronto originally, and they kept on looking, looking, and they couldn't find someone for that particular uh, reason. And I'm pretty sure Sheree saw it, and 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 they wanted someone because it was it's an interesting relationship between yeah. Cotillard and and, and Avasarala. It's, it's kind of a a mother-son relationship a little bit. But it's, it's interesting. But it's not like, oh, I love you, I love you too. No, no, no. But there is something interesting there. Uh, uh, so so they wanted to find someone that stand toe-to-toe. And that's something that, you know, the, the producers and, and some of the directors, like, we want somebody to hold, like just like you said. Right. And apparently they looked and there was like, there was a, and I think Sheree also gave her blessings to it. Uh, that this is what... what uh, what they want, and so that's that's how it came about. And then I'll tell you one thing: as soon as I got to the set, I got along with me and Sheree like this, like that, just like that. Yeah, she she's wonderful. She's beautiful. Absolutely, and she's such a sweetheart and so, so professional, and such a caring person, and still super excited when she's on set, yeah. like a kid. Like she's <laughs> <Really>? excited. <laughs> she's excited to be at work. She's happy. Her energy is always up. Yeah. Uh, it's contagious. How how beautiful that energy is. Uh, I was so happy to, especially the first season. Most of the time, I was just working with her. Right. I didn't know the rest of the, the cast. I, was, I almost felt like when I saw them, then I'm like, "Hey, how's your show going?" Yeah. You know. So it's uh, it's really interesting, and 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 she's just wonderful to work with. Yeah. Just wonderful to work with. Yeah, and the character too. She basically, when you came on board, it's like, you know, I know you're a sneaky little shit, like. But I'm going to trust you now until I don't trust you is basically this dynamic that starts. But then now the two of you together, it's like, well, I'm going to have you, because there's a lot of politics sort of kind of involved that you each know of. And she uses you as the, well, I have to stay out of this. You're my covert guy. And you play it so well. 
And again, if you have an honest opinion to tell her, that character is able to. Right. I think that's why she she went to him is because she knows he's not going to sugarcoat it. Right. He's just going to give it the way it is. And there were some scenes that were cut off where where he kind of like goes at her a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the scenes that still made it was when he says, um, stop treating him like I'm your son or something like that. I forgot what was done. It was a big hit. Right. Which which is which you know hits her now on a very sensitive uh, note, but uh, but yeah, it's I think that's what she liked him. He's a trustworthy dude, and and you know the, obviously people seen the first season, and that he's still trying to protect her towards the end. Yes, and there's some really interesting things that's going to happen this season, right. which is uh, between those two in particular. That's that's going to get the fans. Going good now. Do you do you uh, have you watched the show now to see how that because the show takes place? It's ship bound, planet bound, you're bound, you know, within an Earth bound. So I I could see how not all of the actors are in tune with everybody else's story. So have you had the opportunity now to see where your story arc fits in with the bigger picture? Ish. Ish, ish. <laughs> okay. um, uh, like because it's such a big world, and 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 when I was doing it, I was kind of uh, yes, I would read the script, but I try not to pay attention too much to to those. Try not to think ahead. Yeah, try try not to think ahead. Kind of what's what, what what is that? And it is a big world. It's huge. So yes and no. I mean, I've, afterwards I have to go back and watch some of the stuff. Like oh, okay, so that's what's going on. Because everybody was like, oh my god, the show's really good. The show's really good. And I've seen some shows on sci-fi where I was like, eh. Not this one. You know, like you see, then you see the CGI. It looks like some some kid had a toy and just like, oh, this is the ship. It looks bad CGI. You're like, nah, nah, come on. Yeah, you see this. You're like, oh. Yeah. I think somebody said um, it's like the Game of Thrones in in space. It's great production. And I'm I'm, I'm not that big of a fan of Game of Thrones. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, So I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, so I'm like, actually, I think it's better. It's it's the diverse cast, which is something's a big plus on this on on this show. It's truly diverse cast, and they promote different diversity. They promote different culture, different accents, Um, and they were like, you know, just bring it, which is I think is beautiful. We we want more of that. We would love to see more of that because this is real life. Yeah, it doesn't have to be one way or or two ways. Just if it works, it works. Yeah. So that's what the show is all about. That's another thing I respect about this show. On top of the fact that everybody is super professional and super nice. It's one of one of the sets that I was so impressed of how professional and how courteous and how nice they are. It starts from the top people and trickles all the way down. They're such I would work with them any day, hands hands down. They're that's such amazing. such good people. Such yeah, good well people. I, I know I can say from like Twitter uh, like they have the expanse at the expanse writers or expanse writers, and I've sent some things, and every now and then they've liked them. So I said, "Oh, that's nice." Yeah. So uh, have you been involved? Or you know, a lovely byproduct of these things when you're on a great science fiction show, the conventions. Yeah. Have you started getting into that? Not really. That, I, I have. I have not. Fans? I have not yet to 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 see that that. I don't do a lot of conventions. There's some I do. But I don't do a lot, so I have not seen that reaction yet. And I remember the character got introduced in the second season, so it kind of takes a while for people to get to. Like I, I get now lately, I'm beginning a little bit notice for like, oh, hey, first expense. I'm like, oh, that's nice. I like that. It's it's, it's kind of cool. Uh, no, so I have not delved into that, yeah. which is which is really funny because I this show and Pacific Rim. I did Star Trek too, but even though Star they cut Trek. most of this uh, part, I was like, "Why?" I know, and I'm the start of the residence. I did so well. I had to learn Klingon for a whole like month. 
I was like, what are you doing? But it made sense when you see the cut, but it was so good. Anyway. <laughs> you learned Klingon for a month. For a month. Right? Not only I learned it, I nailed it. <laughs> I was a pro through and through. I thought I was killed it. Oh, kapla. I, I actually have another question. I remember it, but... Uh, <laughs> Um, with your different roles that you've done with, you know, Spartacus, this movie, and you know, and, and expanse and stuff, do you like to find a, a certain type of character, or like, how do you choose the roles that you audition for, or do they just come to you? Um, not so much choice. To be honest. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sometimes we, you know, we get a certain um, uh, audition, certain roles that we come in. Uh, and this is what we work with, obviously. This is why you have Asian managers. They, they mm-hmm. hopefully they're you know they're digging and trying to find something, trying to push the boundaries as well. But you know you get the roles. What I see, I've said no to roles before. Where I was like, uh, either I don't understand it, or I'm like, I don't see me doing this. I, I don't get it. It's not. Right. So it has to be something. To me, it has to be something that tickles my interest. Like I'm like, hmm, there's something. Under that, you know, that's kind of like what happened to me with Asher because I saw something in Spartacus. I saw something I'm like, huh, that's interesting. Like, kind of see him this way. He's a bit naughty. Mm-hmm. Let me see that. <laughs> I love doing. I always used to say this. I love to piss people off in my acting. <laughs> I like you're so good at it. You know, because that means I've I've, I've connected with you. Yeah. Because believe it or not, <laughs> if you're mad at me or if you're upset with me or you hate me, that means I've touched something very personal with you. And what is a job of an actor but to tell a message or to provoke these kind of emotions? Right. So I mean, that means I did my job. So most of the time when people say no to roles, I'm like, I, that's when I'm like, hmm, why? What's in this I want to see? So to me, I would say the more complex, the more messed up he is, the more he's got issues, the more I'm attracted to it. But you give me the guy next door and I'm like, that's a challenge. I'm like, oh, what do I do? <laughs> uh, so what was it on the experience that... that- Expense was but was really interesting because like exactly like you said, you don't know where he is. Right. He's kinda like, is he a good guy? Is yeah. he gonna turn around? Is he this or that? I don't want to give anything away, but there are great surprises coming in the third season, which reveals even more about this character, which makes it even more delicious. Yeah. But Cotillard, for example, like I didn't when I read it, I was like, huh. So I was asking the question, is he I wonder if he's gonna twist or I wonder if he's gonna ch- change. Is he, re- is he really loyal to her? And if I get these questions as the actor having the script, I only can wonder what the audience is going to feel. So that, that, that got me really interested. Yeah. So a- a- anything that, that, that challenges me and, 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 and it makes the audience go, like, God, I hate you. Or I love hating you. I used to get this, I love hating you. I hate loving you. <laughs> and that happened a lot on Spartacus. They, they would hate me. He was like, Damn! Like the other uh, season two came out, and he's like, I know why he's like this, and now I, fuck, I hate loving you, and I hate, I understand why you're doing right. this. I love that. I love that reaction. Yeah, so, and your character had a third line with a lot of the different characters throughout Spartacus. Oh, like yeah, he yeah, was yeah. kind of like the eyes of everybody. He, he was, he was just he was a, it's a beautiful, beautiful character. He, he's, he was a lot like Iago and Othello in Shakespeare. But it's but it's, it's I loved that he was different. He was there, mm-hmm. you know, and, and smart and 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 had his own agenda. So that I I love that. I love different. Well, the good uh, news is season three is only a short while away. That's April, right, April eleventh. That's right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Well, you, uh, you dude, let me tell you something. It's wait. gonna blow your mind. I can't but wait. Just the first episode. Hold on tight. It's gonna be a, a ride. 
Good. It's going to be so good. Great. Yeah, yeah. Can't yeah. wait. Yeah, if you're new, that gives you plenty of time to catch up on the past two seasons, so definitely go check that out. That's and, of right. course, Pacific Rim Uprising is in theaters as we speak. Go have fun. Uh, oh, yeah. Per Nick, fun. if you haven't seen it, go see it. What are you uh, waiting for? If you... I mean, if, if, if you need a better reason, I mean, a well-dressed man in this <laughs> show, you have to go see it. Just to see me, you know, if, if anything else. Absolutely. Um, is there anything else? Uh, oh, uh, Speaking of the acting classes, uh, what what class is it, or what program school? So you want so that? No, way this is just something. This is a, a big passion of mine. Big, big passion of mine because I I see a lot of uh, a lot of people in here that they come over and they want to become actors, but sometimes they do not have the tools. <laughs> and I come from you know I started in New York, I started in the theater in New York, and I've learned a lot of stuff throughout great coaches. From Terry Schreiber to Larry Moss to Susan Gios, I've Arthur Mendoza. I've learned from a lot of these good people, and I made my own thing. And I'm a big believer in in the body, in the body of and the language of the body, because I believe that your body has a mind of its own, and your body kind of knows what to do if you just put your head aside and just live it a little bit. So I do all these tools to try to help whoever needs it to to kind of take this, put it aside a little bit, and just live. And have fun, for Christ's sake. Rather than, you know, if you, if you always focus about getting it right, whether it's acting, whether in life, anything, it's, it's a short, short life, I think. But if you really learn how to be in your body and be present and try to have fun as much as you can, I think you'll have more joy and more adventure as a person, as an actor, as an artist, anything like that. So mm-hmm. I, that, I, I try to teach these tools to people to just connect more with their bodies. Yeah, and I, I, I've heard a lot of, whether it's Ariana Huffington or so forth, they've talked about that. And the irony is if you do that, you'll achieve the success you're seeking out in the first place. Yeah, to I a degree. I mean, no, no, you know what, also too, I, 100%, but also the success that you think you want doesn't necessarily is a success that you really want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of time we think this is what we want because we base that upon something that we saw or something that we've read or something that we were told. But then when you experience it, and putting your head aside, you may change your mind, or you may like it even more, or maybe like it in a different way. So it's you, what's beautiful about learning to be with your body is is, is taking all these distractions <clears throat> away, or at least hopefully you can do it for a little bit where you can find that you get in tune to something. I, I truly believe that doesn't come from your mind. I truly believe it comes from your heart, from your soul, from your body. So I try, I try to to promote that as much as I can. As much as I can, and and I just believe that being physical usually gets you out of your head. Well, I, I've heard and rock then, climbing is a good thing because uh, that you can't you can't and, uh, absolutely. Th- Why do you think people love rides? Why do you th- yeah. that's a thing called rush because you're in the now of now. You're yeah. not thinking about your bills. You're not thinking about your girlfriend, your boyfriend. You're not thinking about the bill, and I'm not thinking about anything. You are right here, yeah. and that's true living. That is that's why people go to these rides. That's true living, you know. So that's one thing I really love about acting. I'm in it. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, And where can uh, you you want to plug your Twitter, your Instagram, or any social media where people kind of interact with you? Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm horrible at this stuff. I usually have something to help me with it. But I'm pretty sure it's Nick Tarabay or Nick E. Tarabay. Perfect. I just got back on Instagram. I was on Instagram and then I deleted it. And I'm back at it. And what have we learned? We've learned that if he ever invites you over to dinner, 
probably say no because he's going to make sure his meal tastes better than yours. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I'm, if I'm in character, yeah, damn right. If I'm in character, damn right. I'm like, oh, yeah, how's your food? <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, it's a, it was an absolute pleasure. Thank you Same. for joining us. Um, thank you for being with us here today. And, and of course, you're welcome back anytime. Thank you to, for to having talk. me, guys. I really, really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, Continued success. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you for sure. Thank mm-hmm. you. Absolutely. Awesome. On behalf of at DMovie1701, that's thank Dimitri, you. at Serafini TV, and right. I'm at Phil Sweetek. Thank you guys yet again. And join us for our Pacific Rim dissection a little bit later today. Thank you as always, and bye for now. Bye-bye. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.